0: Hello and welcome to Market House, a podcast where we'll be discussing all things Disney. My name is Caleb and I'll be your host for this new show. And let me go ahead and take a minute to introduce myself before diving into the content and sharing my vision and kind of my goal for this new show and and what we're about. Uh, My name is Caleb, like I mentioned before. I'm married to my wife, Caitlin. We live in Northern California. And of course, that means we're a pretty short distance to Disneyland. So our love for Disney started off as kids and uh, it continues today. And we're actually magic key holders. Um, We've been, or annual pass holders, whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use. It's it's changed recently, but we've been uh, pass holders for the last five, six years or so. And uh, frequent the parks pretty often. Um, We're there at least every few months and uh, spend uh, a long weekend down there and we're, you know, absolutely in love with it. I've been in love with it since I was a kid. Uh, the parks, especially, uh, that's a place where you can really escape reality. And I think all of us need to <laughs> need to do that once in a while. Right. I mean, it's not a normal vacation. I, I don't feel it's, it's different. It, it's, it separates itself from there's, there's, there's a vacation that's fine. That's, you know, let's say drive into Tahoe, right? You've got a weekend there, but you are kind of battered with life, reality still. Um, You know, you're driving in traffic or you, ah, you know, we forgot eggs at Raley's and so you got to drive to Raley's or, you know, the grocery store to pick that up. Whereas Disney, you're truly in a bubble, right? That berm separates you from the outside world. So I find myself wanting to escape quite often from the daily grind of work and, you know whatever responsibilities you may have, and I think uh, whoever's listening to this can you know feels the same way if you're also a Disney fan. So uh, let me tell you about kind of what the what the goal of this of the show is. And you know when I was thinking about it, I I think I was thinking of kind of how I consume content and Disney content. And I love I love podcasts, I love YouTube, right? I love vloggers and and all that good stuff, but. Kind of my vision and my goal for this the show is for you to be able to sit down with a you know hot cup of coffee or tea or whatever you drink and just kind of catch up on the Disney news, right? And uh, you don't have to spend too long uh, digesting the what's new because there's constantly something new, right? At the parks, there's constantly new ride opening up or this is closed down for refurbishment or they're you know they're talking about changing this show up or whatever. And so my goal is you can sit down, turn this thing on, listen to the latest updates and news items, and then also a segment where I get to, you know, kind of share my opinion or my thoughts or a trip report, um, you know, about about Disney, whether that be the parks, whether that be a movie review or, um, you know, maybe a Disney cruise and my thoughts on that because we've been on a few of those and, you know, just share the passion and love for Disney like uh, many of us share. So that's that's kind of what the goal is for this show, and I hope you kind of stick around and listen to what uh, my thoughts are, and you know, let's just have a good time on, uh, you know, just talking Disney. Um, I, you know, if you can't be there, might as well talk about it and 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 feel like we are. So, let's go ahead and dive into the news and uh, see what's going on in the world of Disney. So, the first news item is the Disney World annual passes went on sale this week, and uh, the process looked a lot smoother than uh, the Magic Key uh, launch. Um, As you may already know, the Magic Key launch was an absolute mess. Um, A lot of people experienced either long wait times where they straight up just waited nine hours, or you got the Magic Key in your shopping cart and couldn't even check out because their payment system was overloaded and uh, was not allowing monthly payment options for California residents. It was it was just a mess. So it looks like Disney learned from that finally and invested in their technology for uh, the, the Disney World annual pass launch. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in to what these things look like. Um, you may already know this already, but I'll, I'll briefly go over what the passes are uh, and I'll start off by saying the naming is terrible. Like, I don't know who took over. It sounds like this switched hands at some point <laughs> to someone that I don't know that is thinks they're being creative with these names, but I just they're confusing. Number one, you, you don't know. Like, you know, they used to be, you know, the the Disney World uh, silver pass or a uh, silver annual pass or gold or platinum, right? Those made sense. You you get the the different medals, right? Uh with these, you've got absolutely no idea what that entails, just by the name. So the first example is the top tier with Incredit Pass. Uh whoa. You threw incredible in front of pass and he shortened it. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not a huge fan of it. Next one down is the Disney Sorcerer Pass. Uh the next one down from that is the Disney Pirate Pass. And then the final one is Disney pixie dust pass four words um, in one name. So I don't know. Don't get the naming scheme. Not a huge fan. I don't know if you guys are, but I would rather just have the, (laughs) the metals back than this confusing scheme, but they're pretty similar to the Disneyland passes. Uh, the magic keys, uh, they're a little cheaper, like 50 to a hundred dollars cheaper for each pass. um, but pretty much the same. It looks like they have actually more flexibility though. They've actually got a cool feature called bonus reservations. Uh, I'll read you the description. Bonus reservations will be added to the calendar from time to time, allowing you to make extra reservations on select days at select theme parks. Bonus reservations do not count as a reservation hold. So it sounds like for like, I'm assuming days worth very little crowd, that they'll just open up a day where you can show up. Um, With your annual pass, which I think is pretty cool. Disneyland, unfortunately, is a lot smaller. So it it does have limitations on how many people can be in at at one time. And so we're not getting this option. But um, I think that's pretty cool that they're offering that to their guests. Um, They also have the option to add on things like Disney Photo Pass downloads, the water parks and sport options. Um, Doesn't look like we're going to get that over on the West Coast. Um, the Disney photo pass is going to be included with Disney Genie, which that is a whole other discussion, which I will definitely talk about, uh, Disney Genie, and my opinions on that. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be 20 minutes by itself. So (laughs) I'll spare you, I'll spare you that this time, but we'll definitely dive in. Maybe, maybe talk about it when it's launched and I'll try it out and let you know my thoughts on it. But, um, you know they're they're all tiered. Sorcerer pass, uh, same thing. You just get less you know um, less access to the park with some blockout dates. Five park reservations, just like the top tier. But again, I won't dive into too much detail. Too many details. You can go on Disney World website and look at uh, the details for that um, for each for each annual pass. All right. The next item is the new Haunted Mansion movie. Uh, looks like Owen Wilson is now attached to the project which is super exciting because I loved him in Loki recently um kind of saw him for the first time as kind of a semi-serious character so that was that was fun to see and uh, Rosario Dawson is also attached to the film but um really excited to see what Disney does with this because uh, you know the first uh, movie with Eddie Murphy was you know okay um <laughs> came back and came out in 2003 and um, I wasn't a giant fan of it I've got family members that, Actually love the movie and grew up with it, but, you know, definitely didn't win any Oscars or anything. It was not, not the best movie, personally. But um, I'm excited to see what they do with this IP because they did... Uh, I still haven't seen the Jungle Cruise movie, but that did very well. Um, they already announced the sequel. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, of course, is another successful franchise that was built out of an existing ride in a Disney theme park. So excited to see what they do with this thing. Uh, it starts filming in October of 2021 and uh, the producers attached to it have been um, responsible for some pretty heavy hitters. Um, the it movies or the, It, yeah, the It movies. I forgot there's two of them. Uh, the Sherlock Holmes movies and also the recent Aladdin uh, live action. That one wasn't very good, but uh, the other, other two are pretty sweet and I'm excited to see what they do with this next film. All right, the next item is the D23 Expo, which was just announced for uh, 2022, and it's in person, which is super cool to see since the last couple of years have been all virtual events, of course, because of COVID. So it's super exciting to see Disney kind of taking the leap here and announcing an in-person event. I know it's not until September of next year, but you never know. I mean, we thought 2021 was going to be somewhat normal and look what happened, so Excited to see that it's going to take place uh, in person uh, down in Anaheim and it will give my wife and I the opportunity to possibly attend for the first time. We've never been to one. I've always caught the, you know, the the highlights online and stuff and, and read the articles, but super excited to have the opportunity to see one. Uh, tickets go on sale January 20th of 22 and it's actually, you can you can actually book your hotel room right now which is pretty crazy to me since that's so far out, but hey, it's a, it's a popular event. Um, if you want a decent price for a, for a hotel nearby, I'd hop on that as soon as possible. Uh, we're considering doing it, so we'll be jumping on that as soon as we can. Next on the list, we have Remy's Ratatouille Adventure Previews. So uh, the ride officially it doesn't doesn't open until October first, but it looks like media previews have already started. Cast, uh, cast member previews have already started over in Disney World, and uh, it looks like there's some mixed reviews. I know, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised as to what kind of ride it is, since it is an exact replica from Disneyland Paris, but. Uh, it looks like people, the reception's a little mixed. Um, one half, you know, says it's, you know, it's harmless. It's a great kid's ride. Uh, it's, you know, cool what they did with scale and stuff, you know, shrunk down to a rat and I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen it and want to be surprised, but, uh, it's pretty cool what they did with scale and everything, but people are accusing it of being too universal, you know, with 3d glasses and most of the ride being a movie essentially, right? Uh, screens. And so, yeah, that I would have to agree with that camp a little bit only because I, you know, Disney does differentiate itself from universal, you know, with having animatronics and, and physical things and a physical environment versus relying too much on uh, video screens. So this one is a little, you know, heavy handed with the, with the screens. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see it in person. I'm not going to kind of give my final judgment until I'm able to write it. But, uh, looks like, you know, the, the reviews are mixed. And so I'm curious what your thoughts on it are. Um, I know that again, the Paris version is very popular. So maybe just, uh, people being a little too critical, but, um, I do think that Disney is starting to, to kind of go that way a little bit with, with rides. I mean, look at, um, look at Mickey's runaway railway. I mean, there is a lot of physical elements of that, but a heck of a lot of it are just projectors and screens. And so it's fun. It's great. It has a certain place, but I hope they continue with uh, their kind of ride design and what they're known for, right? The the famous Disney dark ride um, with, you know, 50 animatronics and and all these physical environments. Um, that's just great storytelling. So I hope they don't cheap out and kind of go the film route or the, the video route from now on, but Um, check it out. You know, if you don't want, if you don't want to spoil, definitely don't look at the YouTube previews, but they're all on YouTube. Now there's, there's multiple videos you can check out and, uh, and take a look at it from your couch. And the final news item is a recent announcement from Disneyland. There is a new Christmas event called Disney's Merriest Nights, um, which is a super exciting announcement since they've never had a Christmas event before. They've never had a special ticketed Christmas event, uh, in the past. Uh, it's, you know, they've had the Halloween ticketed event, uh, on both coasts. You've got Oogie Boogie Bash over here. Mickey's not so scary. Halloween, uh, party and boo bash, right? So those are the existing Halloween ticketed events. And those are extremely popular and always sell out. So it's almost, a you know, it was almost a matter of time before they announced a Christmas event. So they finally did. And it's only five dates. So I'm assuming these things are going to sell out in like an hour because, uh, for example, Oogie Boogie Bash over here at Disneyland had 24 dates and sold out um, in a couple of weeks. So this is insanely exclusive, which is kind of sad since I think a lot of people would want to participate in this. I think getting tickets is going to be nearly impossible, but um, they're going to be on November 11th, November 16th november 30th december 7th and december 9th Uh, looks like tickets will be available for purchase beginning september 14th which by the time this comes out will be like the next day so very little advance notice but again i think these things are going to sell out insanely quickly so if you are at all interested in this thing i would jump on that quickly um Looks like here, let's 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 look at the actual kind of description of this event. So here are some highlights of uh, the event. So um, it looks like uh, holiday experiences Join the fun at six uniquely themed parties with some favorite Disney characters, including Mickey Mouse, Miguel, Tiana, Elsa, Lilo, Stitch, Buzz Lightyear, plus snow moments on Main Street USA, and even an appearance from Santa Claus himself um looks like you get early admission to disneyland arrive ahead beginning at 5 p.m and explore the park before the party no theme park reservation required that's nice Uh, you get some entertainment get into the festive spirit with a special performance of a christmas fantasy parade and you get some after hours access to attractions. so it looks like you get to ride it's a small world holiday haunted mansion holiday and uh but looks like there's going to be some limited access so mickey's toontown critter country and galaxy's edge will not be available during event hours so a little interesting looks like they're kind of locking you into certain parts of the park um there's going to be character appearances of course so looks like there will be both rare and classic disney characters dressed in their holiday best who will stop by to join the festivities Uh, special photo opportunities, special merchandise, and of course, special food. So kind of the run of the mill um, special event, except Christmas themed, which again is super cool. Um, I don't know if we'll be participating only because uh, it's pretty expensive. And let me let me look at this. So 175 bucks for the first date, and $165 per person for all the other dates. So Looks like the November eleventh date will be one seventy five per person, and one hundred sixty five for the rest. So, to give you a comparison, Oogie Boogie ranges from one hundred fourteen dollars per person to one hundred sixty nine, depending on what date you chose. So, if they're like they're pricing this at a premium, like at the top of the range for Oogie Boogie, so yeah, it's not cheap. So, family of four, that is a uh, you know, which I think the average, the average family that goes, there's a family of four. That's not cheap. That is super expensive. If you're going there just for the night, uh, that's expensive, but imagine planning a trip. So you've got park hopper tickets on top of a special ticketed event. That is not a cheap date. So, um, don't know if we'll be, uh, we'll be going, but, um, really curious to see how this goes. I'll be, I'll be glued to my phone on Twitter and Instagram to see updates from this upcoming Christmas event. All right, I think that's going to do it. That is the first episode of Market House. I hope you enjoyed your time with me and hope I added some value to your, uh, you know, your Disney craving and, (laughs) um, you know, earned that spot in your, uh, in your podcast app. But I really look forward to to seeing where this goes and, and what this evolves into. Um, Really look forward to the opportunity to share my experiences, my my passion for the parks and for movies and, and, all, and all the Disney magic with you. So I appreciate the time. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram uh, at Market House Podcast. Uh, you can see some pictures from our trips to the park and also some fun uh, news and announcements there. So join us next Monday for another episode. Uh, actually, next Monday is going to be a special episode where I will be discussing uh, a recent trip we took, a last-minute trip down to the park's, Uh, and Disneyland and kind of sharing our experience during uh, or post COVID. So uh, things have definitely changed and I look forward to sharing that experience with you. So again, thanks for joining me and uh, look forward to seeing you next week.